Hey everybody, it's your GM Griff here. And I just want to thank you listeners for sticking with us for two whole books of this AP. I'm overjoyed that we've made it to this point. And if you're listening to this and you've listened to everything before this, you're on that journey with us. We're in book three now, and I couldn't be happier. Everybody, these characters, this group, the role play that's happened so far and the story that we're telling together is one of my favorite things that I've done. I mean, period, but especially in my 20s. I continue to be impressed by the group that I play with and by the story that they continue to tell. I just want to say thanks so much for sticking with us and for enjoying what we put out and for giving us feedback and talking to us and being a part of the carrying crowd. It means the world to us. Seriously, guys, making it this far is a huge accomplishment for us. And we're just so happy to continue telling this story, continue giving you guys this content. I really hope, I genuinely hope you're enjoying it. Here's to book three. I'm so fucking excited, guys. Here's episode 81, The Name of the Father. Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 81. Also, welcome to book three. Yay. Welcome, guys. <laughs> oh, you I guys somebody <laughs> to join me on that one. I oh, felt like I didn't have to, I didn't have to did cheer. You so sad. <laughs> like, like, I would have cheered with you, Steve, but like, I feel like you as players need to come together for that and just, yeah. uh, God, you drop the ball every time. Hmm. <laughs> it wouldn't be the Hideous Laughter Podcast if you guys didn't continuously disappoint. But yeah. with that, okay, okay. <laughs> well, you sound disappointed, Brooks. What are you drinking, buddy? Ooh, uh, thanks, Griff. I'm drinking a Night Method, an espresso milk stout. Ooh, from Wolf's Ridge. You read that? You <laughs> you read that as if you haven't had beers from Wolf Wolf's Ridge before. Wolf's Ridge. Hmm. Yes. What an interesting brewery name. Yes. Uh, obviously uh, one of our favorite breweries but uh it's very good awesome Haley, what you drinking i am drinking a current earth which is a cider with hops what do you think about ciders with hops like what's the purpose of the hops in a cider just to make it more like beer no because i like the hop flavor like it's it makes it makes a cider that is normally extremely sweet have like a floral component and it's usually drier and more floral than it is like, here's some sickly sweet syrup. Well, speaking mm. of the HLP's floral component, Steve. hey What you drinking, buddy? <laughs> All right. Uh, sweet as a flower. I am drinking a hams to celebrate the introduction to book three. This is going to be a Team Slurp episode, considering that 
everybody just survived our big encounter. So, Team No Slurp, sorry. <laughs> Why do you have to say oh, that man. so sassy? <laughs> sorry. Sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry that, a bad taste. That slurp also was so it whack. Was really, <laughs> it was it's been a while since you've done one, so I think you're you're out of practice. Yeah, I'll. Pr- I'll I just picked up a 30 rack of hams for my apartment, so I'll practice this weekend. Practice over the weekend. That's a good call. Yeah. I mean, the listeners expect nothing but the best, and I think you just disappointed them. Well, you got I'm starting the bar really low for three, and by the time Matumbe and I get to the end of book three, both of us get to the end of book three, mm-hmm. I'll get the slurp mm-hmm. back where it needs to be. Okay. Hopeful. Well, speaking of uh, disappointing, hi, it's me, Griff. I know I didn't kill anybody last, uh, last two episodes. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself as well, uh, but we caught it pretty close. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt here, but I'm going to anyway. We need one of those boards. It's been X amount of days since a pay- since a PC death, <laughs> like a work- yes. like workplace accident board. <laughs> be amazing. It's been seven episodes since a PC death. That- and every time you get done with an episode, you just sadly walk over, put another, put it, erase it, <laughs> yeah. next number. Well. Uh- I don't know. I think that sets the ex- expectation that, one, well, I guess one way or the other, Griffin's shooting for zero and we're shooting for a high number. Well, mm. we'll see how the HOP bonus gets paid out, depending on where that number <laughs> lands. Ooh, our fiscal year just did end at the <laughs> HOP, so we're, we're seeing if comps get paid out. <laughs> oh, boy. So, Emily, the last of us, the patron beverage drinker, what you drinking? The last time I was on the poll, I complained an awful lot because there was a very delicious sounding drink that was on my poll. It was the White Claw Margarita Spritzer. And the patrons came through for me because that's what I'm drinking this week. It was recommended by Bipolar Pop-Tart. It's uh, White Claw, tequila, simple syrup, and lime. It tastes delicious. Wow. So... Y'all heard it here. I mean, all you got to do is bitch and moan, and uh, the next drink you get will be a good one, apparently. I've I've yet to have that happen. I think I've but been... You, sure. <laughs> I've, been <laughs> I've been bitching since episode 50 about the grandma's ashtray to no avail. You just must not be doing it hard enough. Well, I think since we changed to the new system, you can kind of shot call one of the drinks that's on there that you like, mm. and if you if you... Are late in the order than early in the order. Sometimes you fish your wish. I think that's what happened here. Before we do a roll, in celebration of book three, I need everybody to take a arrow card. Yes! Yeah! For making it through. If one of your characters had died, you would not get a hero card. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> you get an anti-hero card. Griffin, was that enough celebration for you? I tried to up the game there. Yeah, proud of you. Proud of you. You're making yeah. progress. Every day we get a little bit closer to being good. <laughs> it's just baby steps like cheering as a group or you know i think we usually have it on lock when steve makes us all say a drink at the same time oh yeah we nail that mainly because yeah, that's like as like annoying as it possibly could be sad though <laughs> it is kind of sad but Boy. the ethics and compliance department demands it <laughs> Boy, how depressing that we reigned in the new year by everyone cheering Baja Blast Baja together. Blast. <laughs> All right, take one and pass it down. Okay, I'm pulling first. Oh, just like Matume, a wise old owl. Uh, except it, 
intelligence is your uh, key stat. Yeah, that's true. Uh, my wisdom's a 10. But that is a neutral card. And it's a owl holding a, a, a needle or something. That's pretty cool. You know, it's been a while since we've had an evil arrow card. Yeah. I keep shuffling it. And, you know, I feel like I haven't had to roll disadvantage in a while. All right. Well, I will go next. Oh, next one, Brooks. <laughs> oh, man. I got the joke. A, <laughs> uh, well, a giant with pierced nipples and a small bard in front of it. And it's, oh, it's laughing his head off. So, what type of card is it? That's a good one. It's a good card. Aw, yeah. Unlike Brooks's jokes, that joke is good. Oof. Well, I guess I will hand it over to Haley now. Oh, sorry, sorry, buddy. I thought we could all jab each other a little from now again. But it's always funnier if I say it a second time. No, it's not. I got the winged serpent. What type of card is that? It's a good card. Really? Whoa. I wouldn't think of that as good, but... It's like a rainbow serpent. It looks very pleasant. Okay, that's fine. Looks can be deceiving, though, so you never know. Nice. I got the foreign trader, which is a neutral card. Jesus, that's... We are on the longest streak of no evil cards. Wow. Nice. Throw those in the trash. (laughs) I'll buy a new set once this is all the way done. I don't know. I think I really like the the giant with pierced nipples and two heads. Is that your next character? If I kill Ick? Um, a foreign trader has already been done, I guess. So makes sense. Makes sense that yeah. you play the joke. All right. So let's get a roll going. Everybody besides Emily. And I will be using an inspiration to yeah, add that's, uh, to this roll. <laughs> You do not have these skills. <laughs> All right. Actually, I think that's fair. If you if you use two of your inspirations for the day for Matube, which the day could span multiple episodes, you can go that's ahead true. and add a D6 to your drink pull roll. All right. Well, I'm not going to do that. I am. That's uh, a tweener. I got a nine. Nice. Very average of you. Yeah. I got I, 15. Nice. I got a 16. Uh-oh. I got an 18. Oh, oh got me. You're drinking, Steve. All right. Well, I'm not going to fish for it. Fuck my day up, guys. <laughs> fuck my day up. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything on there that can fuck your day up. They're all pretty good. We'll see what the next one is, though. Maybe all the right. new one will be bad. See, it's good that we instituted this policy because then we started from the beginning of when drinks were being suggested, and that was back when people were actually nice to us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, later- like mid midway through book three, I think we're going to be finding some real turds on that. Yeah, we're going we're to be in the dog days of summer. <laughs> the dog days of summer, the doldrums. I, I think there's one that someone suggested that included mustard in it. Oh, fuck. What oh, in the hell fuck? Yeah. No. What's wrong with you, patrons? They're just so, looking out for us. So I did celebrate uh, book two in my own little way today. Uh, right before we had our sash, I... Went down to the tattoo parlor, got myself a Whispering Tyrant tattoo. And, and spoiled the big boss at the end of this. Well, I mean, you- <laughs> Tyrant's- I'm looking at him right now. Tyrant's Grasp is still a book. <laughs> or still an AP, so I don't, I don't know. It's and, pretty. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It's pretty exciting. 
It, it seriously looks amazing, though. Well, yeah. thank you. And it tastes even better. Yeah, I know. I mean, I was surprised. I was like, this is pretty fresh, Brooks. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> you were into it, man. And that's okay. You know, I fully, I fully support the, you know, your kinks. Thank you. Thank you. But with that out of the way, time to get serious. We finished up the big finale of book two. You guys defeated the aberrant Promethean. You defeated Dr. Vivian Malice. And here you sit on the tallest point of the tower with the bond slave thrall kind of thrumming behind you. And we see Matumbe and Eclipse in an embrace. Ikmer had just shot up to the platform and Freya burst healed everybody. But you're pretty battered. You're broken and you know that Dr. Viv isn't dead. This mad scientist you found at the top of the tallest tower that seemed to be in front of you at every turn has disappeared. What are you doing? I mean, I'm going to need, like, before I can move or function or anything, I'm going to need some serious help from Freya. With additional time on the platform after healing, knowing that Matumbe is at least stable for the moment, Freya walks up to Eclipse, pulls out the wand of lesser restoration that she got from Lyra, this will help. And she starts using the wand. Yeah, and, and she's probably like halfway through and Eclipse will just look her dead in the eye and say, that bitch got away. I don't know where she went. She's gone. And like, I, I think that'll be about the last thing Eclipse says for a little bit. As she heals. It is true that we put up a good fight. That has saw us leaving the tower, coming back, getting poisoned, and getting bled nearly to death. Dr. Saloom disappeared into the wind. I do not know if she's coming back here or slipping away into the night. How is down below? The beast's brother. Is he dead? You took good care of him. He fell. Crashed right to the floor. Yeah, no big deal, I guess. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, you middle-aged woman. Not old anymore, I guess. <laughs> That's an improvement, I suppose. <laughs> it's something. And the beast, Larry, does he yet live? Oh, I gotta check on him, but... Matumbe, uh, you might not want to look down, you know, because the whole heights thing. But that's okay. I'll, I'll yell down for him. He lost control for a second, but he seemed okay. He's the reason I'm here. I see, I see. I believe when he lost control is probably when Dr. Saloom got control of the machine again. I worry, though, if we leave this platform... She could reactivate the beast if she comes back. 
we could be right where we started and fighting our friends. I say we don't leave this platform until we have a decision what we are going to do with the machine. Matumbe, do you think... Do you think if I slashed through with my axe, it would do any harm to anyone besides the machine? You can make a knowledge arcana if you want, Matumbe. Will I will aid. Do. And I and I wholeheartedly aid. Uh, with the aid, it's it's only coming up to a twenty-two. With I a, rolled higher. Yeah. <laughs> with a twenty-two, it looks like this. I mean, this is a structure attached to the top of this building. It looks like it would be pretty hard to destroy. You don't necessarily think that destroying it would would harm the beast, but you don't really know enough about the ramifications of it. You think the easiest way to destroy it, as you're kind of now looking over it outside of the heat of combat, is it's got these tanks and, like, tubes of this purple fluid you think you could easily sever some of the tubes and it probably wouldn't function as normal. I think this purple fluid here is instrumental into the operation of the machine. Disconnecting the tubes, emptying the tanks. Larry should pull through from what I can tell. Say no more. And even though Eclipse could probably just gently get rid of any of this stuff, She's going to take her axe and really just swing it over her head and kind of hit at the tubes, uh, not caring about any other damage she might also be doing. Okay, make a reflex save. Reflex is not so hot for me. Uh, That would be a seven. Yeah, with a seven, you get covered in this fluid, and it burns. You take ten points of acid damage and make a will save. Or, I'm sorry, fortitude. When you roll poorly, I guess it doesn't matter. Is this against anything specific? Not really. 13. Okay, you're blind. Haha, <laughs> great! <laughs> Could've just disconnected them tubes. There is no no way in hell that at this point in time, Eclipse would be thinking clearly to do that. So I stand by my choice, no matter how stupid. Uh, somebody care to make a heal check? One of the few skills you that Ikmer has. You just can't help yourself, can you? 18. I got an 18 too. Dirty 20. Yeah, you guys all know, uh, it doesn't look like it's permanent. Looks like you could, you could eyewash Eclipse. She's probably gonna not be able to see you for about three minutes, though. Too bad we don't have create water. <laughs> <laughs> But that would be creating seawater, and that would make it hurt more. Uh, no, technically it's fresh water. So, uh, in my in my head cannon here, uh, Eclipse is gonna hop on Matumbe's back and uh, be a backpack, basically. Um, <laughs> so Matumbe travels around because he's yep. much bigger than she is. So, and so, so here we go. <laughs> here we go again. Eclipse, you hear in your head. You need to stop fucking up. We're both in this body now, and you keep acting like a fool. I mean, at what point am I in control or are you? If you want to force me to take control, I can. Is that what you want? I do a better fucking job taking care of you than you do. I at least care about staying around. 
Alright, well, at this point, I don't... I don't really care. I'm not in the headspace to deal with you and everything that's happening in my life. So, just deal with it. Okay. Make a diplomacy check. Let's see if I can roll above a fucking four. Eighteen. Okay. Not a horrible roll, actually. (laughs) The lopper goes quiet. You can sense, though, he was about to take some influence. Sounds about how my life's going right now. (laughs) (laughs) With the machine, unoperational, he's speaking to this crowd of his friends as with the clips hanging on to him with a piggy rack ride. (laughs) It looks absolutely goofy. Um, With the machine inoperational, I think it's time we head down and find this Mr. Karamak. Definitely want to make sure that the beast is okay, too. Yes, that too. Well, Larry, hold on, Eclipse. I'm taking the ladder. Okay, yeah. Uh, I believe at this point all of your fly has run out because you took the time to heal and destroy this. So, um, yeah, you can all make climb checks. Awesome. All right, uh, well, Eclipse will go first. With a 15 on the die, total 16. Yep. You make it. <laughs> awesome. I'm only going to make you roll once for this. Even though it's a couple hundred feet down. <laughs> Big ass ladder. Two by 17 off the die, that's a 23. You're good even with the clips on you. You're the only one that had a chance of failure. Natural 20. <laughs> Get him out early. <laughs> Yeah, Freya does the, like, grab the two sides of the ladder and just, like, slide down. Super cool. Nice. She's a pro. Yeah, Freya gets down so gracefully she has enough time to use stone cunning on the way down. (laughs) (laughs) So you make it to the Oculus and you see the beast has made it back down. Because last we heard from him, he pitched Freya up to the platform while he was kind of up above the oculus he's since climbed down and he's he seems kind of distraught he's talking at this adamantine bound almost looks like a sarcophagus but like a statue you make it to the ground anyone can roll me a knowledge history or religion on what this thing is. I can aid whatever Matumbe's highest is. They're the same. Okay. I can aid if you do religion. Religion it is. Oh, never mind. I don't aid. Oh, God. The cleric doesn't (laughs) aid the religion check. I definitely aid. 23 total with the aid. 23 total. Uh, You know that this is a misery idol. Further, you know that it would be used in certain Cuthite worship, so it's it's meant to torture. You know its primary purpose is to kill, eventually, but it keeps a person basically upright and uncomfortable and without food and water for days on end. Okay. Um, so... I think this may be 
an indication of who the nefarious Dr. Saloon prays to at night. Um, does he see any obvious way to open it? Any latches or... It looks sealed. It looks sealed by these, um, these adamantine bars, and that's kind of why the beast is frustrated and, like, yelling at it, but he doesn't seem to be touching it. Uh, Freya attempts to detect magic on it? It's not magical. I I can't remember. It's been a long time. Can, uh, Acid Splash go through adamantine? It works like hardness works, so adamantine has, like, crazy hardness. Okay. Basically, you would half the damage of Acid Splash and then apply that to the hardness. If it beats the hardness, it would actually do damage to it. That's okay. I was just thinking of the first time we tried to break in somewhere. You do notice that the uh, the latch, the lock, doesn't appear to be adamantine. It's almost as if, similar to the trapdoor below, the the bars were to keep these flesh golems from tampering with it. So am I still blinded? Yes. You could wait. I, you didn't say you waited upstairs, but you could have waited. No, but the whole way down on the ladder, I'm just going to open my eyes to the rain. <laughs> okay. So your eye wash stationing. Unfortunately, Lepidstat's pretty polluted, and it's all acid rain. Take another D6 of acid damage, and you're blind for another six minutes. But, I mean, I, can, I was going to try to unlock this lock if we don't have keys or no one sees keys. And if I can't unlock it, I was going to have Ikmer bust it open. I think yeah. you can, yeah, you can easily wait for a minute and regain your vision. It probably took you guys a little bit of time, even though I only made you roll once to get down these hundred foot ladders. Fourteen. Fourteen. Doesn't do it. it. It's not trapped at all, so it doesn't spring any traps or anything. Um, That's good, because I didn't even think about them. Yeah. Well, hold on, Eclipse. I, let me try. Freya touches Ikmer's back. Let Erastal be your guide and gives him touch of good. Touch of good? Explain that to me. So as a standard action, uh, Freya grants a sacred bonus on a... I'm guessing this is a skill check that you're doing. Um, or an ability check. And it's, so that's, it's a plus three and it just lasts for the one round. So it's like as he's going to swing... Well... That would be an attack roll, but you can you can try and break it with a strength check. And you oh, it also three. it also uh, applies to attack rolls oh, okay. as well. So. Perfect. You just oh. said skill and uh, ability checks, so I wasn't. And sure. also saving throws, but I assumed it wasn't a saving throw. Gotcha. Yeah. So you could attack it with a tankard if you wanted to. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just getting those twenties out early. Yeah. I critically hit a lock. You crit the lock. <laughs> Roll double damage. That's good. I mean, granted, you're bypassing the hardness, but... God damn it. I would roll pretty good damage. Uh, that's 30 damage. Or not, not 30, excuse me. Just uh, just 20. But still, this this lock. Yeah, the lock breaks. <laughs> this fucking explodes. Crit the lock. Good for you, bud. Where was this shit last week? Well, I mean, on... He crit the... Yeah. The Prometheus. Yeah, kill that it. is true. He did crit at the end. I just feel so if we had more hits like that. Well, they wouldn't be as special when 
I hit the lock. I also didn't hear you uh, confirm the critical. <laughs> and I could have used my judicious force to add Oh, yeah, more. use the judicious force now, yeah. Oh, boy. Man, I didn't realize this was going to be... <laughs> I didn't realize this was all going to be a lock combat, but, like, everybody roll for initiative. <laughs> so you bust open the lock. You can then pry open the misery idol. Ikmer would be... Uh, pry his fingers in between the little gap, and then... Uh, I'm sure this thing is extremely heavy, so he'll put his weight into it and push it open. Yep. He pushes it open and um, immediately out falls this lanky, white-haired, clearly elderly man in a lab coat, and he pretty much falls onto you, Ekber. He, um, you know, you could lay him out. You'd have to make a heel check. To see what's going on. Oh, hold on, it's all, it's all gonna be okay. And he'll uh, go down to one knee and then support his head and uh, try to use some sort of like cushion for his head on the ground, but uh, probably just ends up holding it awkwardly. Freya kneels down to inspect him for wounds. 21. He's gone unconscious. He's dying of starvation. You could likely throw, like, a channel his way to... He's, ta- he's taken, would... like, so much non-lethal damage from the starvation that it's turned to lethal and he's dying. Ah, okay. Uh, Freya immediately channels positive energy and as long as everyone is within 30 feet of her you all get a bitter taste like there's a little bit of medicine in your mouth and uh, you heal 10 points oh 10 points how convenient thanks for healing my acid damage (laughs) (laughs) and uh, she did one burst up uh, at the tower but there's everyone still pretty far down, so she just continues to channel and channel. And you can see the gauntness of this man kind of return to just the wrinkles of an old man, and he coughs to life. (coughs) Oh, who are you? Well, uh, we're hoping that uh, you could tell us who you were as well, but we kind of walked into where, where, assuming your house. Where am I? That woman... Uh, oh, my head. What? Allow me to step in here. It is a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. I'm assuming Mr. Keromark? Yes, yes. Al- Alpon Keromark. Alpon Keromark. My name is Matumbe. My friend who asked you who you were <laughs> is a good friend of mine. He is Ikma. I am also joined by my friend Eclipse and Freya. What we, are you what are you doing in my main tower? We were invited here by a creation of yours, if you would believe it. My hey. boy. Your boy, Larry. Well, Larry, that yeah, is not the name the I've heard him called. He made a friend, a very young and a very special friend, who gave him such a name. Hmm. 
and he would sit up slightly on one of his elbows, and now that he can see past the four of you, he'd look across the room, and Larry's kind of there, keeping his distance, um, with his head kind of downturned. Wayward helped, too. We just met him, though. Oh, you mean my homunculus, Vaxwood? Oh, yeah. Yes, he is, uh, he's kept me alive all these days. I wouldn't be here without him. Well, we're certainly very grateful of that. I have to say, Larry was has been so strong and such a great friend. That is good to hear because uh, Whispering Way, the ones who trapped me in here with that terrible doctor... They controlled my boy. They were doing things with him that I... Well, I only have some theories. We are also in pursuit of this nefarious cult, and you may rest assured, at least for now, Alpine, the despicable Dr. Saloom has been vanquished from your schloss. I cannot guarantee she won't return. But for now, she has been defeated and driven away. Vanquished is quite the strong term, though. She just up and disappeared and walked away from us. Hmm. A powerful woman, that. She... Well... She and her cronies took control of this place. Who was she with? We did not encounter anybody like her here. She was working for the Whispering Way. That I'm a hundred percent sure about. Well, I do know for sure that uh, they controlled Larry so that he stole the sea sausage effigy. Ah, yes, I know about this. But I do not know why. You see... By all accounts, the Sea Sage Effigy is not a very powerful item. It's just... Well... It's just a... Molded piece of stone. It's nothing that I would... Think that... Anyone would find useful if it was just a... Relic. I don't even think it was magical in any way. Regardless of magic, do you believe it had any sort of uh, social, political, or... I don't know, some sort of significance to groups that would be interested in it? Not that I've ever heard of, but I was not studying it. Um, if you say this, I... I know that that was their purpose for controlling the beast, and then, you know, the, the entirety of the cult besides Dr. Saloom, who was interested in my work, the rest of them left. She stayed behind, and, well, I believe she wanted my, my death, you see. Her and I could have, could have worked on things together, but she had such a malicious intent that I 
she wanted to see how long I would live in this torture device. I was too weak after battling her associates to to fend her off. Uh, I do have another thing, Mister Karamark. Yes, boy. Uh, did you happen to have another son? Oh, I never called him my son. Now you're calling the beast Larry. Yes. Larry always saw him as a brother because, well, they were the only intelligent creations I had made. But that was an experiment gone wrong. I, I could not have imagined how dangerous it would be. I tried to lock it away. Again, these things that you create... Well, I, I brought it life. I, I did not feel that I, I should kill it, but study it and learn from it and figure out what, what went wrong. You see, I was never able to recreate what, what I had made in Larry. A creation brought to life and well, you know him now. It seems. He seems friendly with you. He has a soul. I was never able to make that again. And when I, when I made who he calls his brother, I, I could not comprehend how dangerous it would be. So I locked him away. Maybe that was a mistake. Well, to me, a life is a life, and he was definitely set free by this Dr. Saloom, and, well, we, we, we had, to, had to fight him to the death. And so, uh, he's, well... He's no longer living, and so I, I guess with this, maybe you can study him in, in other ways that are also helpful, but I, I guess it's, it's nice to hear that you tried to learn from it, but locking him up doesn't sound fun either. He's still alive, you know. But I understand, he, he was kind of powerful. You do have some wisdom, boy, but... A creature like that... Making it... And trapping it before it could do any harm to... To the surrounding villages, to Leopardstadt itself... Was my utmost priority. While still being able to study it. And... I could tell that it did not have the same complexities as as my son and so it made me feel okay like keeping one of the creatures in in the rest of my schloss it was not 
they were taken care of, but it didn't feel like it was keeping a sentient being locked up. He was mad when he was made. I guess, and, well, I wasn't around him except the very, at the very end, so I, I wouldn't know, and, and I couldn't imagine what it would be like, so I guess, and I, I'll trust you on this. Come back to the Whispering Way who are here. Did they have a leader? I can't imagine that if they all left, Dr. Saloom was the one who led them in here. People don't abandon their leaders, do they? Mm, that is where I think you're wrong, Mr. Matumbe. While Miss Saloom may not have been the leader of the entire cult, I do think that she was the leader of those that came in and, and enslaved the beast and, and destroyed my lab and, well, quite frankly, made this a death trap. This, um, you know, mein Schloss was not such a treacherous place before she and her goons came. But I think that maybe she stayed to analyze my research and the rest of them went to meet up with with the um, their, their true leader. If this is true that she sent her followers away, do you have any idea where she sent them? Vaxwood overheard them talking, and he's very tricky, very sneaky. You might have... You've met Vaxwood, right? He was instrumental in the planning of this combat. He is one of my favorite creations, but he and I share a telepathic bond. And so then he overheard them, so did I. They are headed to the Shadowwood. Oh. I don't know why. I don't know what they could be seeking there or why they would... You see, they, they took the Sea Sage effigy with them. Forgive me, you may be able to tell, but I am a stranger in these lands. Where would I find this Shutterwood? Well, it is nearby. It stretches for much of Ustalav. But there is a pass that I, I have used, and I imagine that the Whispering Way would have... Well, it's the easiest way to tra traverse the forest from here. It is about a mile from here. It's the silent way. It leads through the forest and straight to a place called Askinor Lodge. 
it's kind of a invitation only hunting resort for well Ustala's wealthy people are you- some of the aristocrats are you serious is this a human hunting thing sorry that was all out of character I just you know just drew your own conclusions there yes because every other horror movie is like, oh yeah, the very wealthy only go to this hunting lodge. It's very, very exclusive. Only very, very wealthy. Well, who knows, Haley? I certainly don't. I haven't read Head. That's, that's <laughs> bullshit, but okay. <laughs> What's book three? I'm just stalling on book two. <laughs> We're going to stretch we'll this out. For a couple more, uh... I'm going to take this concluding the adventure paragraph and just run with it for a couple more apps. Matumbe, I think no matter what, if we go through the Shutterwood, we're going to... I know it's close by, but we're going to want to plan and think ahead. I don't think it'll be unusual for us to need to use uh, this dagger that we got from our carnival friends. And Eclipse would pull out the humanoid shapeshifter bane dagger, just as a to make a point. I think you make a good point, Eclipse. We have no idea what could be in these woods. Foul creatures and foul beasts. I would keep that handy and keep in mind. There's also a ravenous horde of the undead who has disappeared into the trees not too far from here must be on our guard for them as well. I'd certainly say that is quite a point. I would, of course, for this information, appreciate your discretion in the matters of what I do up here. I still hold an esteemed position in Ustalav, even though I have given up my title as Count. I cannot stress this enough. No one is going to come check up on you. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, there... Well, it might be a little bit hard to get to your entrance house, or... There there was a spot that... Well, we found a giant hole in your floor... And, oh, uh, there was no hole in my floor when I was locked up here. Yeah, we found it like that, and it was awful. I'll make a bluff check. Just sits back. <laughs> <laughs> this is 18 on the die. Dude, no! Just, He's a level 13 alchemist. Alright, you, buddy. It's possible. No, it's Blame possible. Blame it on Lyra. Blame it on Lyra. This dead lady. <laughs> if... Uh, if orcs could blush, that's <laughs> a three on the die. Oh, boy. <laughs> Half orcs, I guess. But you've got me out of a very dire situation, my boy. I, if you caused a bit of damage along the way, I, I intend to clean things up. Thank you. It, yeah. Look, you will need be needing entrance into this place, this Askenor Lodge, if. Now, I don't know that that's where the Whispering Way have gone, but it seems the most likely place in the forest. I don't know what else they would be doing. Well, 
How valuable exactly do you think our silence of what you're doing up here is? Would it be worth four entrances into this hunting lodge and maybe some more? Of course you could. Ha- I would write you letters of introduction to um, to the lodge so that you can um, you can at least have a foot in the in the door when you approach and and you should be granted admission because I am a you know still in name Ustalavik royalty so what exactly goes on at the lodge how should we act to blend in <laughs> you won't blend in there many of the people there know each other and realistically you might be you might be something of a curiosity they don't see many true adventurers there I highly doubt you will be able to blend in but what I can tell you is that many of the people there use it as well an excuse to say they went out into the wild and and had some sort of adventure, but realistically, Eskinor lodges they pamper their guests. It's not very. Their guests are never in danger. It's glamping. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I'm pretty sure at this point my own headcanon is this is glamping with the side of uh, human hunting. I'd pretty, I'd, I'm pretty sure it's not human hunting. Well, it's some like sort it's of humanoid hunting. Humanoid, humanoid. Yeah. humanoid subset shape changer hunting. Yes. So you're thinking? You, you know, Mr. Karamark, you have a lot of adamantine around. You know, I, I can't imagine you don't have some sort of adamantine to defend yourself, especially if you've had creatures that are, well, a, as dangerous as you create, do you not? No, I, I defend myself in other ways. The adamantine is merely to, well, keep my creations in certain areas. So they won't run amok. Hmm. Well, my uh, dwarven friend here really, really wants some, and I can tell she. I don't think she's gonna leave without it. <laughs> I tell. I, I tell you what. You can get much finer adamantine from a, from a real smith. So I'll tell you this: if you if you remain quiet on this matter and you leave my lab in peace, even though this diabolical woman has left her mark on it, I will give you as a group six thousand gold. To remain quiet and also to fund some adamantine if you don't take mine. And the machine to control Larry, whatever it is you call that thing, if I ever hear about you uh, using that to 
uh, control him for any ways other than what he wants, we'll be back. And yes, yes, good. that's completely understandable. And he would motion to um, Matumbe. And he'd kind of beckon with a hand, like, to bend down and... I don't think they can hear us now. <laughs> okay, <Sorry>. Batman. <laughs> what say you? Where is she? Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> Main friend, that was never created to control the beast out of his free will. Have you seen him in combat? He enters these states of rage that are dangerous. It was merely used to control him during these times so that he didn't run amok. Are you meaning to tell me outside of combat and imminent physical harm the beast would devolve into some slavering monster? This is not what I believe, but... but if villagers and you know the villagers in Lepidstadt, if they were to see him as something different sometimes they pitchforks and, and torches they, they would use these things to to run him out of town this would this would trigger him into a rage I see this machine is not to control the beast per se, it is to protect him and those around him. I have seen what he can do. I do not believe a mob merely armed with pitchforks and common torches could do much damage to the beast. It is not as much the damage as it is the... I mean, he has not been accepted by society his entire life. It is that pent-up anger that when things do not go his way, I fear that, well, he could pose a huge threat. That's why I made this device. I do not use it. I mean, my son does not visit me so often. Hardly even have seen him in the past year. This is not for me to control him. It's to keep the people of Lepidstadt safe in case. And, and Matumbe nods his head slowly. You can see that it, his eye line breaks away from uh, Albin looking up to the heavens because, you know, when you're pondering something really deeply, you look off. And he's thinking, he's thinking. If you swear to me now that the machine stays operational to save lives and present and prevent unnecessary death, then the machine stays operational. However, like my friend said, if you overrule the beast, take away his free will, cause him to cause him to commit harm to others. It is not just Dikma who will be coming back for you. I believe all four of us, four of us, 
would have a say in the matter. I propose the same thing to you. If you think the beast, if you think my son has changed so much that this is not necessary, then destroy it. I have no intention of controlling my son. He has done as he would for years. He does not live here. He visits sparingly. Yeah. At this point, you would realize that, like, Caramark probably has no idea about, like, the trial or any of that stuff. That's what I was just thinking, yeah. Mm hmm. I think it would surprise you the social bounds and leaps that your creation you call a beast but we call Larry has made over the last couple weeks there's more of us in him than there is stitches and dead flesh I believe that the machine is unnecessary if he can control himself and we've seen over the past week or so that this is true. He can. All right, then. I trust you, but just know that if something were to happen, it will be no fault of mine that danger befalls the citizens of this country. I stories have been told about my son and I do not believe they are true Isa you know it, he talks to me and he is gentle and he is kind but I have known him to enter these rages you say he has controlled them I believe you but this will be on you if I destroy this thing. I bear every single sin I have committed on my soul and will atone for every single one of them at the end of my days. If this mistake is another sin, the lady will judge me accordingly. I bear full responsibility for my words and my actions. Then I will have it destroyed. Timber gives him fist bump. So what's happening now? You've gotten some information from Karamark. Uh, you have 6,000 gold. He's instructed, or he says, you know, that he's going to instruct his banker in Lepidstadt to provide it to you. So um, I imagine he just says he'll have, like, Embreth give it to you since she's connected in that way. So can you talk to me about logistics for a minute? Because I was trying to put it together while he was talking, but I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't quite understand it. Sure. So the Shutterwood entrance is only a mile from where we currently are. Yeah, from Schloss Cromark. Okay. So then, logistically, does it make sense that we would go back to town and then come back? to the entrance or or no like I guess I'm trying to understand the vibe here vibe check yep 
group check. <laughs> I personally, well, yeah, would like to so that we can see the uh, the Sarni or Jarni. Sarni. Sarni. Zarni. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say uh, you guys have a lot of loose ends. Uh, yeah. In my pit stat. Just need to yeah. check in with them. Uh, I don't know. We can be friends again with uh, Elvis or whatever his name is. Uh, the the sea cucumber. Oh, a Divian. A Divian. Yeah. Elvis. 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 <laughs> hey, baby. What a trial you just put on. <laughs> All right. Come here, uh, mama. Yeah, no, I, I'm fine with going to Lavasat. I guess I was trying to understand from the way that we were all talking and the way he was talking, is this something like, we've got to go, or is this a, no, we've got, we can we can leave in, like, I don't know, a week? You're chasing the Whispering Way at this point. You have no idea what they're up to. You don't know if they've even gone to Askinor Lodge. That's your only lead. If they're planning something with a Sage effigy, I think they're weeks ahead of you. So we have time, just probably not to dilly-dally. Dally. You probably would want to be like going in a day. You'd want to yeah. go back, do your shit in Lepidstat, and then probably continue on with this journey if you actually intend to catch them. I'm cool with that. Makes sense. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Friends, do you mind if I join you on your journey back I well I've been thinking and listening from here and I would like to join with the crooked kin I see I think that well they were nice to me and you recommended it and you're my best friends I think that would be a better place for me than than here Uh, absolutely I couldn't think of anything better Larry well then I can at least help us get back through here father this is the last time I'm going to save you I don't belong here anymore I've finally made friends and they treat me like a person I'm going to go with them and I think Alpine shakily gets to his feet and he hugs his creation for probably one of the few times and he just nods at him. Freya's going looks uh, right at Karamark and tries to make eye contact with him. Bringing life into this world is no easy task. But it's even harder to raise them. Take care with the next ones. He would motion to the bell jar that's next to his, basically that misery idol 
was next to that bell jar with a woman in it. I was only trying to find a way to bring her back. This was mine wife. Oh, he's Mr. Freeze! And she was carrying our child. It had been too long. I could not bring her back with divine magic, so I (laughs) I accidentally created this life in an attempt to find a way to bring them back make my family whole again. How does Freya feel hearing that? Freya has pretty dark skin, but after hearing that and seeing the woman in the bell jar, she goes very pale. That strikes a nerve with her. She responds back, losing a child's enough to make you go mad and a spouse on top of that there's nothing worse I see now that well it seems you the the four of you and have done a better job making my creation integrate with society than I ever did Son, I am so sorry for not taking the time that I should have. I was preoccupied and quite frankly, you did not deserve that from me. And this time, Larry just nods and doesn't respond. So I guess it's time to say goodbye. So you head away from the Schloss. Larry provides a better way than going through. I can easily carry one of you at a time down the cliffside. We can get to the riverbed below and I know a way through the swamp that will get us pretty close to town. Better safe than sorry. Lead the way. So you guys would cross the bridge back to the uh, multiple tower drowned menagerie. Careful to avoid the basilisk room you make your way through that building into the cliff that you remember having to cross. Larry grabs Ikmer first. Come here, buddy. I'll get you down. And he'd huck Ikmer, like, kind of like Eclipse was on Matumbe. Um, and it looks almost similarly proportioned. Um, <laughs> and easily climb you down the cliff to something of a it's like a riverbed but you know when you are on the river and sometimes you find like those little beaches those like rocky shores Mm -hmm. if you ever go canoeing it's an area like that 
and it's kind of at the base of this cliff. And he leaves you there. He climbs back up. He grabs Matumbe next, brings him down. He climbs back up, grabs Eclipse, brings her down, and then finally climbs back up, brings, grabs Freya, pitches her like a softball, <laughs> and then brings her down. Um, from there, he'd say, follow me, I know the, the shallowest part. And you would kind of wrap around the cliff to an easily fordable section of the river and into the swamp. And he would lead you back to kind of the the path that you remember Matumbe and Ikmer being like that shortcut path. Mm-hmm. And we left uh, the Zarni's horses somewhere in that swamp. So maybe we find them. If you tied them up, it's only been like a day. Oh. So then, yeah, we find them. Sure, you tied them up. I mean, I can. I'll, I'll track them. No, it's fine. My... It's fine. You, All right, but you only have two horses, so I mean, I imagine yeah. you guys are taking the long way home. And again, the horses don't really travel too much faster than you guys in the swampy terrain. So yeah, and I'm sure this is one of the first times we've been able to walk at a comfortable pace in a long time. Yeah, yeah. So you guys make it back to Lepidstat unharmed and it's night now probably close to the middle of the night because you've walked and as you exit the swamp we fade back in and further down the river and we fade back into the swamp further down the river this time than when you guys crossed and we see Dr. Vivian Malice exit the river and plod heavily through the swampy earth. You notice that where her head was previously caved in by Matumbe's book has already healed. She looks almost as if she did when you first encountered her. And she thinks to herself, I should return to Orin to alert him of these intruders. They may have learned more about the way than we desire. They could pose a threat to our plans. And as we fade back to our party, I need everybody to finish their drinks, because we'll see you next week. Oh, man. Coffee, cocoa, creamy. I knew it. What? (laughs) 